This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello and welcome to the debrief here on the Blood Red channel as we look back on Liverpool's final pre-season run out at Anfield as they saw off Blackpool 7-2. That doesn't quite tell the full story. I'm Guy Clark. Alongside me to look back on the game is Matt Addison. And Matt, I have to say that one was uh, was good fun, wasn't it? Certainly was, particularly second half. It was a little bit of a struggle, I think, for, for Liverpool in that first period. But certainly a couple of changes seem to be a little bit more energetic in that second half. And you know, when there's that many goals to report on it, it can be quite difficult for us, can't it, at times? But I'm sure you'd, you'd rather it was that way than the other way around. Yeah, best to probably list the goal scorers at the top so we don't forget anyone and then do as best as we can to go through it. Matip, Mane, Firmino, Elliot, Minamino, Origi and Vandenberg. think I might get an extra bonus point for putting them in order there, I think. Well, I, I think that's the right order. But seven separate scorers as well, Matt. That's got to be one thing that Jurgen Klopp will be very impressed by. Yeah, definitely. I think certainly for someone like Sepp Vandenberg, it could be a big moment for him. It was not the, the most difficult of finishes, of course, but you know to, to score for the first team, it just makes those players feel a little bit part of the, the team a little bit more. So, yeah, I think it was important for those players. Takumi Minamino as well, obviously, impressing. I thought he was one of Liverpool's better players today, which is good to see again. Obviously, we saw another run out for that 4-2-3-1. Slightly different variation of it. Minamino seemingly playing as the number 10 rather than off the left. And, you know, Roberto Firmino playing through the middle, I thought did quite well for certainly large periods of the game anyway. So, yeah, plenty of positives, not just the, the seven goals, but just that attacking fluidity, I suppose, was uh, certainly a lot, a lot better than it has been in pre-season. I think part of that potentially was that Blackpool possibly got a little bit tired towards the end. They'd started the game really, really well, actually. But, uh, yeah, certainly by the end, Liverpool um, kept them penned in, particularly in the second half, but particularly towards the, the latter stages of that as well. So, yeah, I think there was a combination of factors. This was obviously a slightly easier game on paper than what we've seen Liverpool play of late. But certainly in terms of fluidity, getting themselves into that groove ready for the new season, it was Good to see plenty of different scorers and good to, to see that fluidity back as well. Yeah, and looking at the team then, the front four, as it were, we've been so used to calling them the, the front three, but Takumi Minamino's put himself in, in the conversation, certainly the, the Community Shield run out, and today as well his performance was very good. We'll speak a bit about him more in a, in a second, but in terms of the back end of the pitch, it was Cater and Fabinho anchoring in midfield to begin with in a back four of Hoover, Matip, Cometio and Milner with Allison behind them. And Billy Cometio, a lot of talk around him in pre-season. Unfortunately, though, he was the one caught out for the opening goal. And I suppose it shows how ruthless first-team level is, albeit even in a pre-season game against the League One side. Yeah, you've got to, to learn very quickly. And I'm sure Billy will have picked up a few pointers, not just that moment, but a few different moments in the game. Uh, it's obviously important for him to make his first start. I don't think... I think it was Mohamed Salah played a pass across to him that wasn't the best, put him under a little bit of pressure. But even so, you'd, you've got to do a little bit better than that if you're a Liverpool defender. So, yeah, it was uh, an unfortunate moment for him. I thought he did OK, um, but there was a couple of bits where he was shaky. And, you know, we've been having the conversation and not just us, plenty of other people as well. We've been having the conversation of, of whether Liverpool need a centre-back. Uh, myself, Conor Dunn and Joe Rimmer wrote a piece over uh, overnight saying that that very much needed to be the case. Liverpool do need to, to get an additional centre-back in. And I think today sort of proved that. We saw Nat Phillips was on the bench, obviously Billy Cometio ahead of him. 
uh, and ahead of, of Seth Vandenberg in the pecking order at this moment in time. But, you know, Cometio is, is nowhere near ready. First team, uh, ready for first team football at this stage. So, look, there's uh, a lot of promise. There's a lot of really talented young players coming through the system at Liverpool. But for me, it just sort of underlined that fact really once again that if Liverpool don't get a replacement for Darren Lovren this summer, that would be a pretty big concern, I think. Yeah, and also maybe a concern. I remember it being a theme of last pre-season. Then by the time the season rolled around, it wasn't an issue at all. Is Fabinho in the midfield? He, again, today, a few loose passes, certainly during that first half an hour or so, as it was that Blackpool did really get into Liverpool. You can't paint it any other way. Alisson was sloppy at times as well. And of course, conceded a penalty himself. Yeah, not the, the best game for either of Liverpool's Brazilians there. I thought Roberto Firmino was almost the exception to the rule, if you like, in that he did probably better than what he has done of late. And, and the two other ones further back didn't really look comfortable at all. Alisson fumbling the ball a few times. He tried to, to throw the ball out quickly and just threw it up in the air to himself almost at one stage and just about got away with that, but certainly didn't get away with that penalty. It was... Very close. I thought on first viewing it was possibly just outside the area, but I think it was on the line and, and Craig Pawson rightly pointed to the spot and, and Liverpool obviously got punished in that moment. So but we know how good Alisson is. I don't know quite what the issue was there today, whether it was just a bit of concentration or, or something like that. But I'm sure, you know, once the season rolls around, he'll be back to normal and, and back to his usual self. And Fabinho as well, as you say, we saw it in pre-season last season. Uh, I'm not too sure what the issue is with him, but he just, he, he always looks a bit leggy and lacking energy and, and lacking sort of urgency really in pre-season. We saw it last season, we've seen it again now. And I suppose what you would say is, you know, any worries you would point towards the fact that he had a fantastic season last season after having a similar period 12 months ago. So I don't think it's a, a huge issue, but yeah, he uh, unsurprisingly was the first one to, to come off at half-time because he, he just didn't really get into the game, gave the ball away a few times and Liverpool looked a lot, lot better when he'd actually gone off the pitch. Yeah, Joel Matip, of course, involved in pre-season after having come back from injury. Jordan Henderson wasn't involved at all. Matip did score just before half-time, obviously not what he's on the pitch primarily to do, but he did get a goal from a corner. We watched the game virtually together and you said it was not too dissimilar to his community shield goal last season hopefully can now kick on but it was really the second half then that Liverpool really did take the game to Blackpool yeah I thought Joel Matip did quite well um, obviously important to get minutes in his legs important to say as well that even though Jordan Henderson didn't play Jurgen Klopp did say beforehand that he could have maybe played 10 or 15 minutes if he'd really needed to but they just didn't want to take that risk so I'd be surprised if Jordan Henderson started next weekend. I'd be surprised if Matip started as long as Van Dijk and Gomez are fit. But the important thing for Liverpool is that both of those players are now options for the next few weeks. And they will, of course, get their chances with games coming thick and fast. But as you say, Liverpool much better in the second half. I'm not sure exactly what that might have been, but I think possibly Curtis Jones had a little bit of an impact. I think certainly he seemed to move the ball a lot quicker when he came onto the pitch. I think Liverpool generally just seemed to up it, whether Jurgen Klopp had a little word at half-time just to say, you know, it, it needed to be a little bit more urgent, of course, just seven days away from the start of the new season. It, it really needed to be a little bit crisper and a little bit faster from Liverpool. So, look, th there's no doubt about it. Liverpool, I think, were, were much better in that second half. And I think part of that, as I said before, was was Blackpool getting a little bit tired, possibly mentally as much as physically. But, yeah, Liverpool certainly 
just uh, turned it up a notch in that second half and, and the goals flowed once that was the case. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Central to a number of the goals, Roberto Firmino getting Liverpool's third after Mane had bundled in. It was a, a bit of scrappy play from Blackpool defensively and Mane, after Sepp Vandenberg chipped it into the box, was able to, to make amends. But Minamino, he got the assist for Firmino as he made it 3-2 and then, of course, scored for himself to make it 5-2 in the game. He seemed to really have that confidence and so many of Liverpool's attacks were going through him in whatever way it was. The ball would be round the edge of the box and it seemed as though Minamino was pretty much involved in everything. Really exciting, actually, the, the performance from him. I think, obviously, we've seen earlier in pre-season the links between him and Naby Keita, and, and whether it was because Keita was on the pitch at the same time as him, I don't know, but certainly it was another step up for Minamino, a really impressive performance. As you say, the, the assist for the Firmino goal, it was a, a delightful flick from him, but of course, as much as Firmino had to finish it and keep calm in that situation, it was all about Minamino putting the ball into the right area. And if you put the ball into that six-yard box enough times, Liverpool will continue to score from that. And then his goal as well, really nicely taken at the near post. Just a, a nice clean finish, really, from just inside the area. So, yeah, really, really promising for him. I thought in the first half he went missing a little bit, but certainly second half seemed to, to step it up. And, yeah, it was uh, another step forward for him. I think that the next progression, of course, is... If he starts against Leeds, I think we'll we'll really start to see him put together a good run of matches. The disappointment, I think, would be if he was then to move out of the team. Maybe Jordan Henderson was back, for example. Um, whatever it might be, if, if Minamino was to miss out, I think that, that would be a big missed opportunity to keep some of this momentum going because he's just got into some form now. He's been probably Liverpool's best player during pre-season, certainly the most consistent. So I think it would be... Uh, a bit of a, a shame and a bit of a mistake, really, for him not to be in the starting eleven this time next week. Is a bit of a significance as well from today's result. I think we can't read all too much into it. It is League One opposition and Liverpool won't be playing Blackpool every week. But the fact that certainly in that second half and coming off the bench, the players certainly in the forward positions that did come off the bench really did lay stake to a claim to say to Jurgen Klopp, if you need us this season, we are here and we are firing on all cylinders. Because Harvey Elliott came on, he grabbed a goal and looked lively. You've already said Curtis Jones played well and Divock Origi actually in a, a central role as well was contributing. Yeah, Divock Origi in the right place at the right time and an easy enough finish for him, but... As I say, you've got to, to be in the right place for that finish to be easy. So I think there was a, a lot of promise. And for me, the, the key word here is fluidity. We know that Liverpool have got game changers who can do things in individual moments. But you know, generally, that whole cohesiveness, it, it doesn't really matter who you're playing against, whether it's Blackpool, whether it's you know a, a top Premier League team. You have to show that fluidity. And that's what Liverpool had today. It was almost a, a little bit more like a, a training session for them where they seemed a little bit more relaxed. They seemed to to work those patterns and, and move the defence around a lot more. and It's not going to be quite as easy, of course, in the Premier League, but you know, if you can put together those patterns, put together a sort of fluid and, and cohesive performance like that, you give yourself a chance. So, yeah, it was uh, another step up, certainly in the second half, in, in terms of the way that Liverpool played, the patterns of play that they weaved were really good at times. And I think it, it was a, a really promising performance. So hopefully they can continue to build on that and, and hopefully you know, start the season with some good form because we saw last season just how important that sort of solid start, the momentum to get ahead right from the beginning is, is absolutely crucial. And that's going to be the case again next season. I think if, if Liverpool are going to retain the Premier League title, they've got to start absolutely on fire. So some difficult fixtures early on. 
But, you know, it's the same situation for, for everyone. It's not just Liverpool who've had a strange pre-season or, or a strange sort of summer in terms of the transfer market. That's the same for, for pretty much every team. Obviously, we know Chelsea, one of the, the teams that Liverpool will play early, early doors, are going to uh, have several new signings well, in terms of fluidity and, and moulding the players into a, a cohesive shape. You'd imagine Liverpool will have an advantage in that regard. Yeah, I'm not saying probably expecting to, to feature all too much this season in games. But Harvey Elliott did look bright. And just thinking about it in pre-season, Mohamed Salah hasn't been, you mentioned the word fluidity there. He hasn't been at his sublime and slick best. He's he's not really troubled the scoring in, in many games and sort of not been the usual Mohamed Salah that we've seen. But I suppose with those forward players off the bench, whether it be Origi, whether it be Elliott or even players like Minamino and Curtis Jones, albeit they might not quite play in that same position, it has proven that Liverpool perhaps won't be as reliant as they have been in the past purely on the goals of Mohamed Salah. No, I don't think so. I think, obviously, we, we know with him it, it's not always about a, a perfect performance. Sometimes it is just about getting those numbers and even if it takes him two or three chances, usually he will find the back of the net. So I don't think it's a huge worry. I think, you know, even if he doesn't score, he's one of those players that distracts the opposition really that they've always got to keep one eye on, on where he is because you can't give him too much space so even him just being on the pitch almost as a, a decoy for the rest of the squad to, to go and go out and, and play their football he, he's always going to be a world-class player and, and a worthwhile player to have on the pitch as you say hasn't been the best player in pre-season but it's it's always the case with him I think he's he's one of those players that even when he's not playing well he'll still score the goals he'll still find himself in certain positions. And as I say, he can occupy defenders just by being there. So, look, I think Harvey Elliott did absolutely fine today. I think he did okay. Um, He seemed to struggle physically to begin with for the first few minutes, but did seem to to get into the game. And it's going to be interesting to see how many minutes he gets off the bench this season. But certainly, I wouldn't expect him to be starting too many matches. No, certainly when you've got Mohamed Salah in that position, there's not many better players in world football, let alone the Liverpool squad. Before we go then, Matt, a week to go until the good stuff starts. The Premier League action. Leeds United, of course, coming to Anfield for the first game of the season. How excited are you? How much are you looking forward to it? Yeah, it's going to be really good to, to get it back, isn't it? I mean... Looking into the the summer, I wondered how I would feel sort of going into a a new season so soon after the last one finished. But actually, I think certainly with covering Liverpool as well, obviously, the last few matches of of last season didn't really mean too much. There's sort of been a a slightly longer break, if you like, in that regard. So, yeah, it's going to be great to have the football back. I think there's going to be match after match after match. And for Liverpool to be back in competitive action, I mean, if you think about it, when was the last time Liverpool absolutely had to win a game and, and knew that if they didn't win it, you know, the league title was on the line. It's been a good few months since that's been the case. So certainly the, the first few matches of this season are going to be absolutely huge. I think certainly fans and, and things like that will have a, a few nerves and stuff like that. And hopefully, as we discussed on Blood Red on Friday, hopefully there'll be a few fans inside the ground for early October or late October, I should say. So, yeah, it's uh, plenty of, of things to, to look forward to. And, I think Leeds United on the opening day is a a fantastic fixture as well because I think they'll give Liverpool a game, but on the basis of what we've seen over the last few weeks, there's no reason why Liverpool can't start off the season with a win. 
Yeah, after 16 years away, good to have Leeds United back in the Premier League and what a start it will be for Liverpool welcoming the champions of the championship from last season. Marcelo Bielsa v Jurgen Klopp, you don't need us to build and bill it up all too much. We will, though, through the course of the week, of course, across the Blood Red channel. My thanks goes to Matt Addison for joining us here on The Debrief. I've been Guy Clark and thanks for your time and your company. Until next time, though, here on Blood Red, it's bye for now. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.